Now what's right is right, but you ain't been right yet. These boots are made for walking, and that's just what they'll do. One of these days, these boots are gonna walk all over you. I don't know if you're trying something bold, but if you're hitting the most flattering parts in your body, the outfit's always going to look way better if it's hitting where it should be versus if it's not, you know, you can pull off a more bold or fun statement that you wouldn't dare normally do as long as it's, um, you know, a complimentary fit. Cause if it's the fit is not good, then the look is pretty much ruined. <laughs> Welcome to the Meeting Your Soul podcast. I'm Farrah, your host, and today I have one of my best friends from college on, Mags, Magalicious, as we used to call her back in the day. And uh, today we're going to talk about fashion and how it's expressed yeah. and getting like how to express yourself in that way and how we use it as a personal way of self-expression. And my daughter is in the background, so if you hear her comment or sing along and make up sounds, that will be very regular because she does that all the time. <laughs> so first of all, thanks, Mags, so much for joining me. I really appreciate you coming on my podcast and coming here to talk to me. And um, okay, so I told her I'd give her a little introduction. So Mags and I met in school, and actually the one of the first things I noticed about Mags was her style. And she's always just had a very creative flair and like an ability to put together outfits. You would never like, I could never like fathom how she's like concocted these like masterpieces. And then she just always looks so put together and is just very creative. And so I thought when I thought about having her on, this was definitely a conversation that I want to have. She was also my maid of honor. She's my ride or die until the end has been there <laughs> for, for a lot of things and is also a, a really, really great time. So Thank you, Megs. Thanks for coming. Of course. And you've actually worked in the fashion industry for a long time. Um, she used to work at Five Stars Boutique up in Bellingham and was, at, and you helped pick out some of the merchandise too. You were kind of what you mm -hmm. A buyer, yeah. Buyer, and then um, has worked in um, wedding dresses and like kind of um, like boutiques for how many years now? Maybe 11 years. Hang, I, I just realized it was that long. That's what I was thinking about. It's been yeah. a while. So she helped. Yeah, I started in 2012. 2012, yeah. So you help pick out dresses for women on kind of the biggest day of the their life. And that's kind of, that's kind of, yeah. the um, her opinion holds some weight. So let's just say that. But um, what I really wanted to go more into was how you, like, when do you first remember putting together clothing when you were a kid let's see I think I was just fortunate enough that I had the parents who just allowed me to dress freely get myself dressed every day um, really giving the creativity to start there I know so many of us as parents we want our kids to look cute and put together and you know kind of almost force our style onto them and I just very freely remembering my mom let me cut my hair, wear whatever I wanted, just really get me my own style, which I think ultimately has led to the creativity that I have had now. I mean, I've definitely gone through so many phases and different looks and feels and 
seeing what goes together and what definitely doesn't. Um, but I think having that parental freedom at such a young age definitely helped guided me to not um, be worried about my appearance. Yeah. Well, and one, I think it's that you were willing to be like more of a risk taker when it comes to it, because there was no like set criteria from the beginning. It was more of, there was always kind of this freedom to be able to just throw together things and see what came of it. Um, like, was that always the case? Cause like, we're both parents of like younger kids. So like, I, I want to aspire to allow Bella to dress herself, but I definitely pick out, like, I give her two options. Like you can wear this or this, but I definitely don't, it's not like a go through what your closet and throw on whatever you want to kind of thing. Um, I definitely try my best at sometimes it's like harder when they're a little bit younger, but I'm willing, you know, to let go. And if it mix matches, but you know, they don't want to wear the aesthetically pleasing clothes that I might like, and they want the Spider-Man every single day. Like I have to let them, you know, express their opinions. Yeah. When do you remember your mom? Do you remember like an age when your mom like started letting you dress or was it always like, you just don't ever remember a time where she like made you pick out or never picked out yourself? No, I never remember her forcing me to wear anything. And I think my big creativity came with um, holidays and school spirit. I just absolutely loved it. And I would go over the top for crazy hair day, over the top for spirit week, or let it be just something as silly as St. Patrick's Day or Easter every every holiday, um, I think is when I got the most excited and I would just go more than anyone, even Mardi Gras. I would show up every day, you know, like it was a holiday. <laughs> I even in college in Mardi Gras, you'd be like, it's Mardi Gras, and she would be wearing something of like that was theme appropriate at all times. But this was even like, because now I'm thinking about this, and I think I've seen a few pictures of you as a kid, but like, do you see like old pictures of you growing up and like, yep, pick that outfit? That that's definitely a Maggie original. Or do you have any like staple pieces that you remember when you were younger that you used to wear a lot? Um I mean, when I was younger, like the more elementary, middle school, I remember I definitely had a big t-shirt. Everything had to cover the butt phase, not so much a girly girl. And then in high school, definitely huge, you know, flip um, to more of like the girly girl, a little of the punk rock. I think I allowed myself to embrace all like fashion. So you can just see the different trends and what was styling. Mm -hmm. um I mean not to toot my own horn but according to my yearbook I was voted best dressed in high school hi <laughs> you're like it was kind of a big deal I and this is in was it basalt high school yes it's right Correct. out of Aspen yeah um well and even like that's what I'm saying one of the first things I remember meeting you in school we had it was it English together I think that was the first class we had together and um I think you had like coach boots on, but you always just like look so put together, but very unique. Like it was very much like this, like your own, like you went to the beat of your own drum, but in a very like cute fashion forward kind of way. And I just remember like, I love, but then once, so Maggie and I were roommates through most of college as well. So then I also just got exposed to her closet and I feel like you always had, and this is me saying that I stole things from her on a regular basis and constantly wore her clothes. But <laughs> it's, I would say throughout that whole time, like you always had 
just like I like I don't even know where you'd pick things out but you always like knew like did you like look online did you like look through magazines like or was it kind of just like you would take a look around and just see what you liked um I want to say I think I'm inspired by a little bit of everything definitely taking certain trendy pieces like for instance when like we all remember you know like the Uggs and jeans skirts like huge hit taking the Uggs but then putting my own spin on it so taking just a portion of it not like the whole look Mm um I also just a lot of more of like the staple pieces meaning not like your staple basics but like something that sparks like joy when you see it that is like oh that's unique like and then thinking how can I mix this with a little bit of trending versus my own look yeah so kind of merging the two like seeing kind of what's out there what people are wearing but then having your own spin to it Correct, and yeah. you've also never been one that's afraid of patterns or colors or mixing those things up like I feel like you've always just kind of went for it in that way too yeah, you have to take a chance. It might, it might look crazy. It might flow, um, but almost just you know, like it, your body is like a canvas, and you have to be willing to get messy or try new things. I love that. You're like my body is a canvas, and I am dressing well. And I would say within the last like couple years, I've been really like more of like instead of me thinking like, okay, what's in or what looks right? Like almost having this idea in my mind of what I should be wearing. I've allowed myself to be more creative. And it's definitely been something that now it's like kind of like a fun exercise for me in the morning to get dressed. So I'm curious, like, how do you get dressed in the morning? Like, what is the process for you? Do you have like a certain order of operations? Or do you just kind of like, I'm in the mood for this, and I'm going to throw this on? Or how does it go? Yeah, definitely your mood is a huge consideration. Um, I don't remember who told me this, but a long, long time ago, I learned that when you are just, um, there's a difference between an outfit and getting dressed. So getting dressed is literally just getting dressed, putting on your undergarments, a pants, and a top and shoes. That's just considered getting dressed. That is just what the necessities we need to wear to be decent to go outside. So I wouldn't call that an outfit. So an outfit is something that is more than just a top and bottom. So bringing in like jewelry or accessories, just a single piece of accessory can then transform the getting dressed into an actual outfit or a statement piece. Um, So I would start with my accessory and then work my way around that oh so you come like of a point of inspiration and then everything else comes like kind of follows that correct or else I would just be merely getting dressed I don't know if I do this this is just making me smile but also the queen of accessories in life is Maggie and you can see just <laughs> you have her accessories right now <laughs> like if you could see us online if you can't really? go to youtube and you will see her outfit right now but she's like four necklaces on <laughs> like what are these the new like are they uh the like the beads ones or is it shells i can't tell um this is pearls and this is actually so i'm also very creative and i like to be a girl on a budget this week i yeah. saw this exact same look on I don't know, on a model, you know, I, of course I Googled it retail for somewhere over $600 and that just not fathoming buying, you know, um, B 
beads that much. So I went, I pulled out my broken jeweler that I've had over the years and I strung it together and I made one for cost me less than $3. <laughs> yeah. Wait, zoom in. Now I want to see it. Now you're going to have to send me a picture of this. It looks so cute. See, this is what I've been seeing though online too. I feel like they've been really popular recently and it looks so adorable. You're like, yes, I made my own. Well, okay. And then show me your bracelets. She always has, she has one bracelet that you got from, was it Vietnam that you've had on forever? Mm -hmm. Yeah, my jade, it started off as a very, very light green. And over the years, it's going darker and darker. And eventually, it'll turn to purple, according. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, I have to have all of my rings. <laughs> you guys, this okay. is like what she wears on a day-to-day -day basis. This is not like, <laughs> this is not like, and you, you'll definitely mix it up every once in a while, but there's multiple. I don't think I've ever seen your wrists or your, your fingers bare. I would feel naked if my hands are naked. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So I, we can go back to creating an outfit is kind of more of like how you view this. So you start with like a statement piece or like a, something that's it's like, just like bringing you joy or sparking joy within you. And then everything else kind of falls in, uh, in suit from that. Um, is there things that like, do you, do you have like pieces right now that you wear on a regular basis that you like love that are like kind of your go-tos or does it change pretty often? Honestly, it just changes really frequently. Kind of depends on my feeling, how my body's feeling that day. Um, I think also really important is knowing how to dress your body. A lot of people don't know the one third, two thirds rule, which I think is really crucial um, into making sure that you divide your body up into the appropriate portions um, can really make or break an outfit. So if you're having a fat bloated day, you can still look good together, you know, as long as you're hitting um, those sections. If you don't know what I'm talking about, the two thirds, one third rule is that you never, you never want to be 50, 50. If your outfit is literally 50, 50, like cutting you in half, pretty much like 99% body type that's never a flattering look. So you either want to have one third the top, two thirds the bottom, or vice versa. So you want to make sure that you create those um, those lines. Usually the smallest part most girls, the, their natural lace giving you that one third and then the two thirds down. I've never heard of this. Like I kind of know what looks good on my own body type, but it sounds like this is kind of a general rule of thumb that anyone could use. Yeah, anyone can look it up. It's all online. You, if you need a little bit more of like a better diagram, I'm sure Fair can pull one up. Yeah, it's called the two thirds, um, one third rule. And you just find where you're, where that hits you. Um, and that can make a huge difference in any pieces. So if you're having a slouchy day or a more dressed up day, like a simple tucking in or untucking, or um, if you're just wearing the wrong links, mm -hmm. can definitely add more pounds than you may want yeah. or even just like make you look frumpy or like but then you think of okay so I'm just like I'm just talking through this so if I wear like jeans and a t-shirt which is like a very common thing it's actually what I'm wearing right now but it's like I would say like I have high-waisted jeans on so like technically I have that like two-thirds and then like the one-third would be the top of the shirt but then, it just depends on where that shirt is hitting. If it's going, you know, over the pockets, is it then now 50-50? Is that 
the half of your body, you know, you need to see where, where the pants end and where the top um, also ends. Yeah. So, or the top does that make sense? Yeah. But then like, so if someone's wearing a, but then I guess it's like low rise, high rise jeans or skirts. And, but then if you have like a dress, what in like that regard, don't mind the people driving outside. Like if you have a dress, I guess they're kind of depicting the angles for you in a way, right? So then it's going to be opposite. You're going to go longer and then the shoes can help give like that two thirds on the bottom or the calf length or adding a coat, other pieces. Those ones don't necessarily have to apply the roll, but it's those two basic pieces. Mm -hmm. um, if you look it up, it's pretty like self-explanatory once you kind of find your rule. Um, always stick with that for your base layer. And then once you start adding like coats or shoes or, you know, a taller booty or um, shoes can also help play with the eye so that you're, you want all of your clothes to always finish at the smallest part of your body. I don't know if I've, you're like blowing my mind a little bit right now. I'm like, wait, I was like, I don't know if there was this much like thought that was going in. I'm just like, this looks good. Yes, I like this. <laughs> This is not, I mean, this is but once you kind of know it, then when it's really easy, when you're going through the stores, you can automatically look at a piece and say, oh, I know exactly where that's going to hit me. Or, okay, this is one I'm for sure going to have to tuck in or not, or those pants are not going to, you know, they're not hitting. I know they're not going to hit my calves where I want them to. Yeah. Well, and I think, and you think of like more often than not most people's the smallest part of them is their waist and their ankles and so just kind of being aware that there is some kind of like hugging in there um but then you think of like knee like or like calf height boots depending on where it hits someone but if they're like you know that's what I was just thinking so I was like I have my calf high boots that I wear all the time or like yeah like mid here and so then but then those I have to be super careful with because I do I can't if I'm wearing like a baggy jean or like I'm wearing a tight jean with those over it it can be hit or miss on how it plays out but that's probably why yeah you can always just like easily put one out hang one in your closet just to just to give like a glance I would say for recommending for someone just trying to start off or like learn a little bit more about the rule mm -hmm. well and um and so then that way it's just like picking out outfits that actually look attractive on you you know it's like highlighting the features of your body that are most favorable and that also then make you feel confident and I think that's such a huge part of you know I think sometimes when people think of fashion it's like oh like it's just like people are just wearing certain designers or certain things and it's like no it's like it's an expression of who I am and also a present like a representation of who I am on the inside on the outside and I'm just curious to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah, and if it's a wacky pattern or if you're trying something bold, but if you're hitting the most flattering parts in your body, the outfit's always going to look way better mm -hmm. if it's hitting where it should be versus if it's not, you know, you can pull off a more bold or fun statement that you wouldn't dare normally do as long as it's, um, you know, a complimentary fit. Because if it's the fit is not good, then the look is pretty much ruined in my opinion yeah. so really like one of the biggest factors for you is just picking out clothing that fits you properly and that is right. you yeah. way. and then once you have that kind of basic outline then filling in some of the more like bright colors and styles so that you're able to because I, and I think a lot of times people just wear things that are trendy and it's like if that trend doesn't fit your body type or doesn't look flattering on you like 
discard like leave that be and then like find something else that really like inspires you and that you do like Mm -hmm. and most of the time a lot of the trendy pieces are merely just accessories Mm -hmm. what's your favorite accessory uh probably rings (laughs) necklaces um jewelry but a great scarf um sunglasses just something simple as that can go like a huge way just taking like a basic pocket scarf and tying it around your neck or your wrist you know just giving like that subtle flair is a huge difference it does it can actually make her it can make an outfit like completely Mm -hmm. than what it was before and then do you have like do you have a rule of thumb for like like a pop of color or because like I've been on a neutrals train for a while and I do love a whole neutral and I'm definitely more of like a palette person so like even with colors I don't always necessarily make my colors match but I think of like the color wheel and then I just like try to match it up and like kind of find the contrast and complements to each other in that way yeah it doesn't necessarily have to be a pop of color could just be what you're feeling um knowing the hues that go with your skin tone is really huge. Um, I've been seeing a lot more like trending people going to like actual color specialists and they lay different shades of fabric and they, it can go as far as winter colors and summer colors. If you get more tan in the summer, if you're more pale in the winter. Um, so knowing what colors and your under hues can really bring you to life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you're super pale and you're always wearing like these gray or washed out tones, you're going to maybe look a little more like sickly, if you will, you know, so finding um, those four or five colors that suit your in tone the best is um, what I would be like my rule of thumb is for as far as like coloring. Yeah. What and you'll know it too. Like it's, you don't have to go that far as like you, when you wear a certain color, you'll get more compliments when you go out and people are like, oh, that looks great on you. I love that color on your skin tone. Like mm-hmm. me, like great oranges and pinks because I have that warmer olive mm-hmm. skin. So just think back of like when you wore an outfit and you got a lot of compliments, especially on the color, then you know that it was probably one that suited your skin tone. Yeah, that's a good point. I'm trying to think of like what colors I, I love blues I was like I wear a lot of blues but I love red too I've recently been wearing a lot of red I love pink I have like kind of the rainbow in my closet I wear a lot of greens too but I would yeah fun to be a rainbow it's fun to just do a little bit of everything mm-hmm. and if you're a little bit of afraid of a color and just start with a simple accessory mm-hmm. put it in a scarf or even like I love and we both love little silk scarves I think we're both mm-hmm. big or a little chunky ring you know or even just start off with your nail polish (laughs) yeah that is I know now like because I was wearing neutrals for so long I only like that was like my pop of color was always my nail polish and brought me joy but I think it's that it's like what makes what sparks joy within your life and like what makes you happy what makes you feel good and like what gets you excited about going out in public and seeing people and I think that that's a huge part of getting dressed for me is just that I want to like feel good when I'm out in public and like and confident and to be able to like walk with like a little switch to my step because I feel good in what I'm wearing mm-hmm. what is like is there an outfit or even like something that you've worn that you're like it was like my like I'll never forget that day like is it I don't know if other people remember moments but by, by that but I feel like you might have a few <laughs> 
Um, I mean, I've had some great outfits in my time. Of course, you know, most women would probably say their wedding dress was one of their favorite pieces. Mm -hmm. um, that was great. It was like she had roses all along. It was like this big, long train. <laughs> it was all the things. I think, too, sometimes the outfits, unfortunately, the favorite ones are the most ones are the ones you end up never getting photographed. The ones, sometimes the last minute ones that you throw on and end up being just perfect versus the ones you try to put too much thought into and it just is not flowing. Um, Don't you hate when you like had a vision for what you thought the outfit was going to look like and then you put it on and you're like, this is just not it. No. Yeah, I would say a huge rule of thumb, always try on your outfits or pre-plan, plan and wear, you know, before packing, if yeah. you're going on a trip. When I go on trips now, I'll actually like put on each outfit and then like make sure I have the accessories and the right bra or like underwear and like all of those things that you think like, oh, I can just wear whatever, but then that also can make or break an outfit too. Yep. So, okay. So we have just a little recap so we definitely like always been creative always have that like be a part of like just like your own self-expression you know the rule of um you know the two-thirds and one-third rule which is also in photography so that's why I thought was interesting then it's also within fashion that makes sense I think it's just like a visual thing and then um colors just be mindful of what colors really work for you and um also never underestimate the power of an accessory is there anything else that you would like for someone that is like thinking about just kind of switching up their style or just maybe being a little bit bold in their expression that you would suggest for them to um, kind of look into or even just like consider for themselves. Like I mentioned, like early, just remember when you get up, just putting on a top and bottoms, that's just merely getting dressed. It's not considered an outfit. So throwing on a hat or more than one necklace, you know, not your everyday, you know, mother's pearls or the, you know, the simple gold chain, um, you know, try a belt, even throwing on like a funky colored shoelace to your favorite pair of shoes, you know, just the littlest yeah. spark or tying a ribbon to your favorite handbag, you know, just something that is eye catching enough, you know, to give you that little extra flair, um, I mean, we're all super attached to, you know, like our phones, like this is my new favorite accessory. This is my phone strap. It's like a basically built-in necklace that I wear on my phone. <laughs> Something <laughs> as simple as that. Yeah, just to be able to um, kind of, yeah, have a statement. I think that that's it. And well, and I... I've been talking to people about this recently within my coaching session. So that's why I'm like, it's coming to mind now is that a lot of people are afraid to stand out. You know, people don't, don't necessarily want to be seen in a way like that's yeah. intimidating for them. And that's why I'm wondering, like, you know, if someone's trying to kind of try this, like, or like look into this or even discover what it means for them, it's like, and I think you've always been the one to be very confident in that, but like, was there ever a time where you didn't or that you've ever like questioned that or even tried to fit in, in a way? I'd say a lot of times when people don't want to see me is they usually have, a, you know, a, a mind block with what their body looks like or assuming that they're fat or nothing is hitting them or 
right? So I think, you know, so, um, you know, people who are trying to blend in or hide, it usually has to do with they're not loving their body type or their shape or they're having a hard time struggling to find what is the most flattering. I, you know, I see this all the time working in the bridal, getting all different sh shapes of women, pear shape, huge boobs, you know, or so petite, you know, no build. Mm -hmm. Once you kind of highlight that rule that I keep talking about, I'm just, it's really like crucial. You, I put girls in dresses and they had no idea that their body could ever look that good. And they, you know, say, oh, it's the boning, it's the structure, you know, in the wedding dress. But no, it's just those rules of knowing how to flatter your body. So once you kind of find those rules, you're, you're going to have that more confidence, um, you know, in what you're putting on. And then do you think that there is like, and so having the rule of thumb or rule of thirds and just being able to take that in consideration when putting in outfits allows them to be able to just find things that are more flattering. And then like, then you will be more confident in order to show up. But like, even with like, and I, and maybe I'm thinking more of this as like, I think there was a period of time where like, I really would just wear what was like trending you know, like I would just wear like whatever, like I would go on Pinterest, I'd pick out a few fits I thought was cute. And then I'd be like, I would recreate them in my own way. But like, there was still me always kind of following suit to what was out there. And then I noticed that once I found my own, like, I like, I felt like I created my own signature style that is representative, representative of me now. And that's given me more confidence and to just be able to own that and be confident in that. So, but it sounds like, and so I feel like that happened over a period of time, but it sounds like that was always the case for you. Or do you feel like you've ever like gone through that wave or kind of back and forth? Um, I mean, I think we all kind of go through the wave and what we're feeling and how our body's changing or if you're experiencing going through pregnancy and things are, you know, don't come back to way how they used to, um, and I'm not saying a lot of time, like a trending piece, if you see it, it, a trending piece might be, you know, like the big bell bottoms are coming back in or like the low rise. But when you see on the models, it's going to fit because she's got the long legs. Um, and I'm not saying we need to go out and spend our money on things. I think it's really important for all women to have a local tailor um, taking old pieces or pieces that you do love but aren't hitting quite right. Just a simple hem or cutting it a three-quarter sleeve so even just like most well you know if you're covering up too much of your arm it's too much material for you making it three-quarter for instance like this this was a long sleeve shirt I took it to the tailor I prefer three-quarter on me you know a simple hem anywhere between you know 10 to 30 bucks yeah. or just revamping old stuff so I would say if any advice I would give to people is knowing where your tailors are getting things tailored to actually fit you better um, than spending your money just constantly buying things and not wearing it because it's not there um, is a huge difference. Yeah. So even if you are kind of following whatever is out there, just ensuring that it fits your body properly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You can still follow the trends if you want to be trendy. If you don't still getting something tailored to you is really important. And that's why I got circling back to, you know, most people say, oh, I felt the most beautiful, most flattering day on my wedding dresses because that's probably most people's only undergarment that was 
truly tailored 100% to them and to their body shape. Yeah, that's a good point. I like that. What's one piece that you can't live without now? I would say currently in your closet. Um, I would go with like a staple, like a trench coat. Ooh, really? I think the more layers, the better. Old rule of thumb, you look more expensive with the more layers that you acquire. Yeah. I've never heard that. I didn't know that. I love, you know, I love to layer though. Um, but I think it's just because I live in the Pacific Northwest where it could be rainy. And when I say layers, I don't mean like a tank top on a sweater, on a collar shirt, on a jacket, like layers is, you know, layering the couple of jewelry or two shirts or, you know, um, so just having depth. Yeah. I love and dimension. Mm -hmm. Where Where is your trench coat from? It was a Christmas gift. I'm, uh, I think it's Ellie. No. Actually, I think it's an old school, like Calvin Klein. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you, you don't thrift shop, do you? I do. Mm -hmm. I do. Okay. I was like, I feel like you did it when we were younger, but you do. You are, will you go to. No, I'm a huge, I love hand-me-downs. I get a lot of like, um, you know, Sometimes jump on the Facebook marketplace. I love a good Play-Doh closet swap. I'll bring in stuff, swap it for other things, um, especially for like super trending pieces. I would say, you know, if it if you can tell it's going to be a seasonal trend, you know, don't spend all your money on it. Yeah. Um, see if you can find that look because trend cycle, as we know, we're getting ready to come back to kind of like our high school era, the early 2000s there's what's in and if you're a good clothes saver you still might have some of those pieces or those are the ones you know mm -hmm. circulating back through the uh thrifts yeah well and I think that that's like it in like keeping certain things I'm actually you know that I'm saving certain pieces for Bella when she gets older that I'm hoping that well like staple things that I like either were kind of more expensive or were just super cute that I'm like I feel like at least then she might be able to wear this when she was older did your parents did your mom pass down anything I know Karen's giving you a few things auntie Karen's given items yeah I have some um I definitely have a few like dresses um and tops for my mom mostly a lot of I love like family uh jewelry for sure that I've taken um you know, like before Uggs were at Uggs, you know, my mom had Uggs in college and I stole hers as soon as I found out they were popular again. That's awesome. And, and I think that that's the thing that people, people just assume that you have to spend a lot of money in order to find things that you like, like, and, or that are like popular. And it's like, I, I, I buy almost all of my clothes secondhand and I'm really big about that. I always have been, but it's like, you know, I go bring in other things I get like, and I like, trade clothes so that I don't have to always be spending money on it and but then there's certain items I'll splurge on what's like an I like if someone were to splurge on something what would you suggest for them to splurge on um that's a hard one I would say oh like a well-fitting coat mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um 
as far as like your basic because your everyday like white shirt jeans I just say they don't need to be expensive because those are things that you wear all the time meaning they're gonna get washed the most they're gonna get stained the most they're gonna get the most love and tear so I don't like spending a lot of money on jeans or basic shirts I go as cheap as possible because that way if they do get the stains or go through them you can just easily replace them as needed because who doesn't love a brain a brand new white crisp shirt true true um and same with jeans they get stretched out they get stained you know if you're a big jean wear just um and going back to like the tailoring like going through your closet like vamping like an old I mean you have a long maxi dress and putting a slit in it or shorting it up you know, changing the sleeve links on something, our coat, making it a crop or um, taking it or sometimes even just like letting it out to a more flowy feel, just simple pieces you already have, a simple like tailoring. Mm -hmm. um, there's another fun way just to revamp what's already, what you already own. Yeah. And now speaking of this, what would you say, like, uh, you know, you said like a classic white t-shirt, jeans, is there anything else that you feel like are those like basic foundation for someone that's building their closet um, I mean yeah I think everyone needs the white t-shirt the black blazer I, I don't I'm not a jean wearer I never really have been <laughs> you know people love the jeans um you know there's more options um what do you wear like what is the staple for you other than jeans as far as like bottoms, yeah. I mean, unfortunately, I'm still rocking the COVID leggings. <laughs> You're like, I've been uh, deep in the leggings train. <laughs> so you, I actually, I think I got you. Did I get you your first pair of Lululemons or the Alliance? I know you got me uh, a pair. No, I've had um. Can't remember when Lulu became a huge hit. Um, I know I can't remember. I do have to say I am not a very good online shopper at all. I'm a huge. I have to feel it. I have to feel it, touch it. Mm -hmm. Um, the way something feels is really like important to me, and I think you can tell when you're in something softer. You can feel that stretch or that elasticity. Oh yes, like that's definitely gonna hold in what I need. Um, or that's, you know, a lot of people are afraid of silks, but actually they ha has the most beautiful draping, mm -hmm. um, you know, so or knowing your body too, if you're a really sweaty person, you know, don't buy silks or see through things, these are things that you're going to sweat through, <laughs> you know, so feeling it, knowing, um, what you're purchasing. And also I'm a sucker for instant satisfaction. I need to buy it, try it on there, bring it home, try it on again. <laughs> be able to wear it immediately I yes I can definitely get I can't buy I'm not a big online shopper either because the fit and the fabric is such like a de deciding factor for like if I'm gonna actually wear it or not because if it feels uncomfortable or like I don't know like it just doesn't feel right mm -hmm. and last rule is you know if you can't already think of three different ways to wear it you probably shouldn't buy it Ooh, I like that because there's like, you know, if you have a piece being able to switch it up, use it, like match it with different things, like you should be able to wear it in like a informal, formal. Mm -hmm. Correct. 
kind of like so i like that okay and then i think those are all the questions i have for you and i so appreciate you coming and having this conversation i feel like i learned things that i don't know if i would have even known that you did like i and i think we both like i've known maggie for over over 10 years yeah when did we meet 2009 almost like 13. oh my god yeah. almost 15 years? Oh, it's been a while hot minute but anyways um and like I've always like saw you and always like very much and you've always inspired me because I think you've definitely have always been a risk taker you always just like wear what you want and I've always just been very much an individual and that expression and I've always admired that about you because I think that I was a little more insecure about it when I was younger and like would try to wear things that I knew were, were trendy or like were what I thought people liked versus what I really liked. And so I just, um, that's more or less why I want to have a conversation with you to be able to pick your brain on the topic as a whole. Yeah. It was my pleasure. Thank you. And I, um, yes, thank you guys all for joining. Um, I've tried to get Maggie to start a fashion blog. It has not been successful. I remember I tried to get the, you to do this like a few years back. And I was like, start taking your outfits every day and sending them to me. I'm not going to post them on. I remember that, yeah. <laughs> and I guess my last piece of advice is remember, if you die in that outfit, that'll be your forever haunting ghost outfit. So just keep that in mind when you're getting dressed. <laughs> Like, and if you die, this will stay with you for the rest of your life. <laughs> what was it? We used to always, what was your rule then when we travel? You'd be like, always wear your nicest outfit at the airport. Um, mm -hmm. As if always you look your best. Yep. Always look, but look your best. And like, she would look absolutely fabulous at the airport every time. And this was like college where we'd all be in like sweats and like whatever and sweatshirts. And Maggie would always be like, that I'm so cute. <laughs> Oh, I love these things. Okay. Thank you. Because you're going to feel great when you arrive on your final destination if you're already feeling fabulous. I know. Well, and that's like, do you, like, that's like the part of it that I'm wondering is like, and we talked about this a little bit. It's like to be able to wear what feels good and you feel confident in, does it change how you feel about your day? Does it change like how you enter your day? Yeah, definitely. Do you feel like it just like brightens your mood or like how does it shift you? I think your clothes, yeah, can definitely like shift your mood or if you're feeling a little funky, then play off of it. Go a little bit more funky if you're feeling a little more like reggae relaxed. You want like that flowy or, you know, coastal cowgirl feel or extra preppy, you know, you want to, um, you know, I'm sure like a lot of people know, you know, you, you dress for the job that you want. So you dress for the feelings that you want. Mm, I like that. And not to like, and I love that you brought this up of like being able to not put yourself in a box. Like I don't have to wear anything. There's not, there's no limits to like what your style can be and letting it be unique to you and however you're feeling that day. Yeah, it can yeah, just be as simple as different emotions or looking forward to, you know, for a lot of people, just seasonal dressing. Okay, it's May. I'm going the Mayflower, you know, whatever kind of sparks that like funness. But if you want to sit with like your basics and you feel confident in it, there's nothing wrong with wearing five pieces 10 different ways every single day either. Yeah. Yeah. I like that too. I think 
great things. Uh, if you guys have questions, where can, if people want to know more, Mags? Yeah, I'm going to send you um, the links and Farrell will post them at the end of the podcast so you guys can get a better understanding of the um, two-thirds rule, the color palettes. Um, and like I said, definitely hunt down, find your local tailor. Um, well, tailored clothes would make a huge difference. Yeah. For men and women, especially men. Yeah. Their body types are also really hard if you've got a tall, skinny husband or boyfriend or anyone, you know, they also need their pants, you know, maybe hemmed or shirt laden out. Um yeah. just to make sure them- they're good good things to have. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Megs. I love you. And I appreciate you coming on. And yeah, um, if you guys have any questions, feel free to reach out. Um, and we'll see you soon. Okay, bye. bye.